So Alvin is gonna sort of stumble about. Uh, what are my surroundings right now? Your surroundings are not too dissimilar from what you are used to having lived in Vermont. Uh, you are surrounded by conifers. All right. Yep. So you you are in a somewhat chilly patch of ground with trees and underbrush, and uh, you are not familiar with this particular location. Are we in the middle of the forest at night? Um, no, because... Oh, oh, that's actually a really good question. Okay, all right. Uh, you are not. Um, give me a quick survival roll, and your target is going to be a... Let's say two. Ooh, these are my first. This is my first roll. It's been a while since we've recorded, and in the in between that time, I took part in a secret Santa, and uh, through cosplayer Ginny D, who I'm a huge fan of, fantastic person. Um, and in the secret Santa, uh, the person who got me not only did they start listening to the show, they got me a set of metal fate dice. So, so shout outs, uh, shout outs, shout to, outs that to Willa Queen. Willa Queen is fantastic. Um, I. I don't have her contact info handy, but give me that. Awesome. Give me that roll. All right. Thank you, Willa Queen. That's going to be three pluses. Uh, what is, and what's that? Was I rolling? You were rolling on a survival check. Survival. survival. So that's going to be a survival of three because I shockingly don't have that stat. Okay. Well, uh, this is this is a wilderness survival question of what time of day is it? Uh, so you are able to sort of intuit from, you know, shadow positions, the position of the sun in the sky uh, and, and things like that, that you are not too far off uh, in time, like time of day from uh, when you left. You're not quite sure if it is exactly uh, earlier or later. It's a little tough because you don't necessarily know which way is north unless you like open your phone to try to like get a compass. Um, but, uh, yeah, actually you could have, yeah, you probably have found a way to devise which way's north, uh, with a survival roll of three, like sort of figure out roughly. Um, yeah, so you've got an okay idea of your bearings, so you know that you're probably not too far removed from the time zone that you left. Alrighty. Um, I am going to then pull out my cell phone and immediately call Daz. Okay, uh, I have a question for you. Yeah? And this really gives away the game, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, that I have to ask this question. Actually, no, it doesn't, because you're going to pull out your phone, and it will just say, roaming. Oh, shit, we're not in Vermont right now. I don't know where the hell we are, actually, but, um... What kind of a plan do you have for your phone? Uh, it's... It's a decent one, because it, it has to be a decent plan. I'm going to drop out of the voice to say this, because, look, I don't have a home, essentially. It's only recently I've come into a steady place of living. So the plan the Noctis have uh, typically allows for us to just go wherever the hell we want and call. Okay, so you would have, I guess, minutes, let's say, for international roaming. International? That is what would prompt this level of roaming on your phone. We outside the States, boy. 
Oh my god. We're in Canada. Oh, we're in Canada because it's a similar <laughs> time of day. Uh, are we? Oh my god! If we're on August Defago's fucking lawn, I'm gonna vomit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, yeah. No, Albion just looks at everyone. uh, Looks at Des. Not Des. Des is in there. Sorry. Looks at Roe and looks at Sylvester. Hey, so um, we either have to go back to the Never Never or hope, or I hope y'all have your passports. Uh, Why? Well, we're. I think we're probably in Canada right now. Um, Fine. What makes you say that? I just show them my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, if any of okay. you decide to look at your phones, you will get similar notifications that you are currently roaming, uh, and internationally so. Uh, yeah, I check my phone as well. Yep, All right. you are. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So you you can all get confirmation one way or another through your phone plans that you are not in the states. I'm gonna call Desdemona. Okay. Um, Des. Yep. Your phone is ringing. And I can see that it's Albion. It sure looks like Albion. Well, I have a question. What ringtone did you set for Albion? Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Rolling Stone from uh, the Temptations. I don't know. <laughs> That's that fits. That fits. <laughs> Papa you know. was a Rolling Stone. Bum, bum, yeah, boom, boom. it's a good song. Ah, uh, yes, the official <laughs> oh, it's a Father's song. Day song. Yeah, basically, Albion, you are a deadbeat dad who's no longer in the kid's life. Congrats. Ah, you, you're going out it's for a, a pack of cigarettes. You'll be back in five minutes. And when he died, all he left us was alone. <laughs> Alright, so she's gonna like very quickly like see that it's Albion on the screen. <gasps> and she's gonna like, you know, open it and just Oh my god, did it work? Albion, are you okay? Uh that's a stretch. Oh, oh, what's going on? Where are you? Um I think we're in Canada. Uh, Christine, you hear distantly uh, in in the background a muffled, like, Do the speaker version! Alvin re- just groans, puts the phone on speaker. Yeah, hi, we're on speaker. We survived the never-never. Um, so, You're yeah, my th- plan was a shitty one, it turns out. You're out of the never-never. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. Did did she find you? Did Fendra find you? Yep. Fendra Leela found us, and, uh... It worked! <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, um... What what happened? Oh, her favor? But... Oh, she god damn, you that's no. three favors we collectively owe her ass now. No, no you no. didn't. Desdemona, no, you, you didn't. You are out of the never-never, and you're s- safe-ish. I, I, I assume you're safe. That's, that's what's worth it. It's worth it. <sighs> I guess. Uh, no, I mean, I, I mean, I don't guess. I know. Yeah, no. I d- the thing I guess is I guess we're safe because we're in the middle of the fucking woods and uh, and we're out of the country right now. So I I didn't mean for you to end up out of the country. Uh, but you're you're all at one piece. So you had no control over where we ended up, Des. I don't want you to take that on yourself. Well, so how do I find you? Uh, well. 
Uh, I'm going to open up Google Maps in a sec here, and that should help. But, uh, we'll figure that out. I might have to call in a favor with some people. Rose, Sylvester, you guys okay? Yep. I mean, yeah, I would just like to be home. Okay, I burned um, stuff. Desdemona, is is your phone doing the speaker? Oh, uh, she's going to fumble and put it on speaker. Okay, yeah, you're you're on speaker now, Phoebe. Okay. Um, hey, just to give you a heads up, everyone. I do not know where it is, but somewhere, perhaps between here and where we are, there is a Malk. Be on the lookout for that. Oh, What's a Malk? Um, what that? Uh, I, oh, oh, okay. John's like, I think, I think Phoebe explained this one to us before. Uh, it's like a, it's a large cat, except, um, scarier. Oh, so. And one of those, those could jump out of that ran, portal? Was those the ones we ran into already? Yes, yes, those are the ones that, uh, nearly ate you. Cool. 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 Good shit. Good shit. Yes, uh, unfortunately I had to, um, I, I, in the process of ensuring that everybody here was safe, I did drop a mark somewhere into the world, so just be aware. Say no more, fam. Oh, and, uh, speaking of, uh, you, Dr. Cooper Smith, um, you turn the speaker off, please. I, I don't want it anymore. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll turn the speaker off. Uh, and she, she starts, like, going over to the doctor and just insistent just like stares you straight in the face and is like this is your guys's fault i need you to fix me uh you can you i mean she is bloody oh uh, shit yeah okay i can do that even reverted back to her human form uh you can see that she has some pretty nasty wounds uh, from having grappled with what is effectively a large cat uh, with big old claws. So is it just uh, just like gashes or any broken bones? What are we talking? Uh, it is definitely more... Uh, actually, you're going to have to make an assessment roll with your scholarship. Yay. So uh, give me a scholarship roll and your target is a four. Hey, guess what? What? Four pluses, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's unstoppable. Oh boy. Okay. Yep, you are How able to- How can you GM this? How can you GM a god? <laughs> hey, hey, Tom, I'm glad that you had the experience of trying to uh, GM for these people. Especially- yeah, no, it was, uh, it Especially was Darius. Because this is the kind of clutch shit he does. This is why I'm not allowed back at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got tired of paying you to win, so uh, get the fuck out. <laughs> y yep, exactly that. Um, so, you, uh, yes, you are able to do a pretty thorough assessment uh, at, in a very quick amount of time. Uh, the most important takeaways that you can tell from this are, given that this was a very, like, 
like very very close struggle of uh two two similarly shaped things uh just sort of like on top of each other they were mostly doing like clawing at each other and any any like uh they didn't really have the room to like make a big swipe that might have caused contusions or broken bones or anything of the sort like mostly it's uh large nasty bruising uh, as a result of such flailing so you you can tell that per- most of the injuries uh, at least here are surface level though they are nasty so without proper treatment uh she is going to have these wounds be a problem uh we are talking from mechanically severe consequence moderate consequence and also uh the mild consequence which i believe clears on its own so like she's got at least a severe and a moderate physical consequence hanging on of uh varying gashes and bruisings and abrasions and just like all sorts of stuff all over it looks like she was spared an extreme consequence so uh you're lucky for that okie dokie so uh yep so i assume that you are going to be sort of there providing like a first aid yeah because these are conditions that could worsen uh as i mean you are aware this is this is open wounds we're talking about, and blood loss is a thing, and infection is a thing. Okie doke. So, uh, give me... Uh, you're going to have to spend a little bit of time in this scene on this. So, I'm going to say, uh, we're going to start the ladder with your scholarship roll at uh, an hour, and every success that you get above a scholarship roll of four to apply first aid is going to bump that time uh, up the ladder in your favor by one. Okie doke. So that is a three. But I'm gonna tag... Did you roll a minus one? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Okay, so apparently it swings both ways. Yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna tag my doctor stunt. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Wait, uh, your, your stunt? It's a stunt. Doctor, proctologist. Oh, yeah. Use your scholarship skill to declare appropriate desiccation for the recovery of moderate physical consequences with, when outside a medical facility and the recovery of severe within. Oh, okay. So, oh, right. This is what is allowing you to provide this level of first aid. So, okay. Uh, that is not going to augment your role. Well, piss. So, so I guess I have to tag an aspect. Give me that invocation, my guy. Let's see. I guess we'll do Life is Just a Ride because that one's fun to do. Because, boy, howdy, we got Warp to Canada. That's a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But specifically in uh, patching up somebody who has just been in a uh, melee with a wild creature. Yeah, they kind of did the whole... uh... Yeah, she tried to pull a Saxon hail, and, you know, she did it. She gave it the old college try. I appreciate that. I respect it. I respect the hustle. <laughs> okay. So, uh, all right. That bumps it to one shift above. So this is a clear success, and it will take you a half an hour currently. Yay. Um 
two more two more ticks if you were to invoke one more asp- uh, aspect would get you to a few minutes okie dokie you do not have to do that but i sure do like your fate points and i sure also like you not being out of the scene as much so okie doke so should i roll again or i mean no you you could give me a fate point for another one of your aspects oh okay i mean you have a high concept that literally says doctor in it Oh yeah, I never really used that, so let me use that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the literal perfect time. Yeah, butt-kicking butt-doctor, that is me. Yeah. <laughs> the key word is the last word. We're gonna use that. Okay, oh great. So that has bumped this up to a few minutes that you will need, which I think is honestly uh, reasonable, given that you have uh, some supplies on you, just kind of all the time. Yarp. To be able to deal with the more surface level stuff to justify recovery from the moderate over time. Uh, so the severe is still a thing. And, well, the, both of them are still things that can be uh, tagged against her for extra damage because she is still freshly wounded. Uh, but currently, she you have justified her recovery from the moderate um, so the severe is going to hang around until you can get somewhere that isn't the forest. Right. Okay. Okay. So as you two are, uh, sort of setting, setting to work, like bandaging her up so that she can, uh, move along, uh, Roe and Albion, I believe are still on the phone with Dez. Um, Albion was going to hang up and check Google Maps in a sec. Uh, as as you are as you are hanging up, the last oh, thing. Oh no, that... I haven't hanged up yet. Okay. Um, hung up yet, rather. So, uh, Des, I I think I'm gonna have to hang up here and figure out where the hell we are soon, and then I'll uh, get back in touch about formulating the plan to get the hell back there. Okay, should I stay here at the farm then, or? Um, you know, hell if I know. I don't know what the best plan here is. Honestly, I, this is. I I don't have a plan yet. I'll get back to you when I do. Uh, Des. Yeah? Um, can you get Beaumont? Wait, is Beaumont, like, accessible to us? I thought he was in Scotland. Okay, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I, I, I tried calling him already to try to help me get you guys, and he didn't answer. I could try again. You want me to it's... send him to Canada, or? I mean... Wherever we're at, but no, it's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. Okay, if if you do decide you need me to reach out or anything, just let me know. Okay. I guess I'll just hang out on the farm until uh you guys tell me otherwise. I I can't really drive myself anywhere anyway. So don't let them convince you to do chores. <laughs> but you know me, I clean when I'm nervous. You know we're still on speaker back here, right? <laughs> I I do know that, yes, and that is why I said it, because I figured it would get a chuckle. And we do have a truck if we need to go somewhere. I was going to suggest that we make our way to the embassy. At least (laughs) let me know when you have a more precise location, I guess? Yeah, I'll I'll make sure to pass that along. You'll be in the loop, I promise. Okay, alright, I'll talk soon. All right, I am opening the crap out of Google Maps. 
All right. As you are hanging up the phone, uh, the last thing you hear in your ear is, Hello! <laughs> so, uh, as as Albion is hanging up, conveniently timed, uh, Fendralilu has appeared. To us or no, to, to Des? to Desdemona. Oh, hello. Hello! I, I did what you wanted. Thank you. I really, it, it means a lot that you got them back safe, thank you. Yes, it meant a lot to me too, to get a favor from you. <sighs> yep, um, I did say that, so, um, uh, and you, you upheld your end, so, um, my word is good too, Fendralilu. Okay, that's great, because you know mine is. I'm glad we are all on the same page. And just the wolves are just staring at this little, uh, <laughs> little fay. I, I don't think that they've actually interacted with Fendralilu before. So, uh, uh, so, my friends, uh, this is Fendralilu. Fendralilu, this is, uh, John and Hi. Wesley. Hello. And Annie. Annie just sort of keeps looking and just sort of gives a little. Hmm. With a little nod uh, to of acknowledgement that she was addressed, but without like directly looking, just sort of doing that like crossed arms, sort of like head like angle tilt, looking down at this at this thing. Just you know, her, her clearly, best Patty and Selma impression. Yeah, clearly giving off an impression of like not trusting this. Oh look, there's a fairy here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Fendra Lilu has been um very helpful with issues regarding uh the Never Never in the past. And for that we are extremely grateful. Thank you, Fendra Lilu. You are welcome. Anyway, Fendra Lilu is starting to learn about human things, like awkward situations. I'm going to leave now. Okay, so you <laughs> had no favor in mind currently? Oh, no! That's the beautiful thing about favors! They can be anything! And she does, like, the little hand motion over her head, similar to, like, Spongebob making a rainbow, uh, emphasizing imagination. Imagination. It, it's, yeah, exactly. It, it's very much like that, but with, like, little, like, fluttery fingers with it as well. Excellent. Excellent. So, brain check on getting back to you about the favor okay all right mm -hmm. uh well uh you do you need my business card or i i sure you probably know how to find me huh i have been to your house before that's right you you have so the last yep, time uh, that i had to deposit albion somewhere out of the never never it was onto your hydrangea my hydrangeas yeah yep I'm well aware of the hydrangeas deposit. Yep. Okay, goodbye! Goodbye. And she just kind of uh, scoots through a little little just incision in the air uh, that briefly opens up to the never-never, and she just sort of through there, and it closes behind her. 
Uh, it, it is kind of making little adorable portal sounds, I suppose, especially contrasting <laughs> with uh, the very ominous ones uh, from the shed portal. And the werewolves just kind of look at you, and uh, Annie has really not changed posture, and Wesley is just sitting there like, okay, so I'm not on morphine anymore. That happened, right? Yes. That happened. That was yeah. a fairy named Fender Lilu. Yeah, yeah, Wes, that was, uh, that, yep, that is exactly what happened. Okay, cool. All right. Great. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I'm a, I'm a man that turns into a wolf. I, I keep forgetting how weird yeah, stuff is in my life. Yeah, you're a werewolf, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> uh, and I talk to ghosts, so, you know, we uh, all. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Wes, uh, you might, this this has been a lot of excitement for you today. Maybe you need to lie down. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's get you inside, buddy. Have a good nap, Wes. Yeah, so Wes, uh, gets wheeled inside by John, and Annie is just standing there, uh, and she says, I don't mean to be a hypocrite, uh, but, uh, getting into dealings with things from that side are well let's just say it don't always turn out so as good as uh with phoebe here i understand but they're alive and that's what's important so they're okay so i'm willing to pay the price for that uh okay cuz uh it it seems <sighs> i'm i'm only saying this because they're safe but it sure seems to me like uh, you tend to get yourselves into situations that can't really handle on your own. You're always kind of punching above your weight class. And that wouldn't be so much of a problem, you know, except, well, we like you. No, we had a bit of a rocky start, but, like, we do actually like you. And it's it's been nice having other people in the area. Uh, that aren't, you know, sort of the people we already know uh, that we can be open about stuff with. So that's been cool. Uh, the other thing is that uh, normally, well, okay, punching above your weight class, I don't want to hold the whole Wesley thing over you, but now Phoebe's somewhere, and it's not here. We we came here to help you. <sighs> yeah, I I know. And I have to say, if it comes to punching above my weight, Fender Lilu is the least of my problems. She just kind of gives you uh, a sympathetic look uh, that then, like, sort of turns as she's trying to work out if you mean her. And she just kind of holds a gaze with you for a moment. Um, because you are talking to a loop guru. Mm-hmm. So... There is a potential insinuation in that, and uh, give me an empathy roll for a yeah. quick assessment. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I have to give you a difficulty to go with. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, good, it's only a difficulty two. Oh, I've rolled a five. Oh, that is, oh, that's it up in notable success territory. Alrighty. Uh, significant success, actually, even better than notable, so... Yeah, you can tell that she is trying to figure out uh, if you 
are talking specifically about her and the fact that you were alone with her one time when you had to chain her in the sort of vault that they have under mm-hmm. their other shed. Um, and it would it could be very easy for her to misinterpret uh, the things that you have said as not meaning like Mr. Right. Jack or something like that, but meaning yeah. like her and the inherent danger of basically a walking ma- magical sort of uh, bomb. Okay, so she's going to just kind of lower her eyes then and just go, um, I, I apologize if that was rather vague um it i please don't take any offense to that i have my own boogeymans and they they don't pertain to anyone that you know she is going to do a baseline empathy read on your response now unless you are going to be doing this actually seems like you might be doing an opening up where you are trying to convey a specific kind of information to this person so well, what would i have to do for that do i have to roll something or uh, i believe that that is a rapport roll okay let me roll that all right so that is a report of one okay so with her resulting uh empathy read which was actually quite high um basically if you beat her you would only be revealing information that you want to um in this case it's it's sort of a uh less combative version of opening up uh instead of trying to yeah you're you're trying to save face here uh but she she walked all over your role so she's going to learn something actually a little more deeply valuable than maybe you intended uh, to give her. Is she learning an aspect of mine? She is learning the gist of an aspect of yours, as you do with empathy assessments. Okay. Um, and uh, it's I think it's going to have to be an idea of your trouble. Uh, she's not going to get the full uh, the full text of your trouble, but the the idea that you, as a person who talks to ghosts and, you know, maybe has come into contact with, like, dark spirits and uh, things of that nature that might figuratively or literally haunt a person. So she, she's now, got... Story-wise, yeah. I love this. Yes. She, she's gotten an idea uh, about... She doesn't know what a Mr. Jack is, but she has a vague sense so she uh, is starting to actually feel a little bit of compassion uh, and empathy, literally, uh, since, she, since she just rolled, uh, about your condition and the fact that she has her own thing that was not her choice and is kind of like a dark passenger, except it totally consumes her uh, when it when that time comes. So... Yeah, you can see that she's kind of relaxing her shoulders a little bit from being completely defensive to, uh, like, opening up a little bit. Uh, it's kind of finding this odd common ground. 
And I, I'm going to say that you can definitely uh, get that read off of her because you've been engaged and you had a very good empathy read of your own that you're kind of still working mm -hmm. off of. So like, yeah, you, you get that um, there's there was a good disarming of that tension uh, with that with that statement. So, uh, yeah, so you, you understand each other a little better. Oh, well, hello there, everybody. This is Michael, your GM, your best friend. I'm going to be two things this week. Uh, you know, I've been putting in a lot of time into editing and working on music for projects and all sorts of other stuff in my life that I'm just going to be those two things right now. You know, work-life balance. It's important. You can't be all things to all people. Sometimes you can't even be three things to some people. So take it easy on yourselves, you know? You're all doing great. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we definitely enjoy all of you enjoying the show, listening to the show, being on the Discord, and uh, just, it's so cool. It still kind of blows my mind that there are people I don't know, I've never met, that are looking forward to more of a thing that I made with my friends. What the fuck? I don't get it. But like, Hey, I'm glad you like it. So thank you again for being here uh, and, uh, you know, blowing my mind. It's still very, very cool. So um, I would advise against owning a Malk. Uh, it's not a good thing to have as a pet. I mean, big cats are basically not good things to have as pets anyway, um, and probably are illegal, depending upon the state that you're in, to have them. I mean, the last guy that I heard about having big cats as pets, like, there was a whole... There, there's multiple theories about that person, and, uh, I, you know, I, I think we all know where I'm going with this. That's right, it's an ad for Chewy.com, because you've got pets, and they're legal, and good pets to have, and the kinds of pets that don't chase people through the wilderness in another plane of reality and try to eat them uh instead you gotta feed them with good food that you can get from chewy.com a leading online resource for pet supplies of all kinds you can save 30 percent on your first auto ship order with chewy and an extra five to ten percent on every auto ship order by going to bit.ly slash chewy ppn. That is bit.ly slash chewy ppn. There's over a thousand brands that you know and love. There's free shipping on orders over $49. Treat your pets right. They deserve it. Pets are great. You love them. They love you. Give them the best stuff. Thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting our show, as well as shows like cult classics and poke makers and them's the facts i was on a bit of a them's the facts kick recently um and i enjoyed hearing them take tangents from talking about mussolini's apparent attempt to ban pasta to uh the board game wingspan which was not a question they were asking about just it came up you know like it does when you're talking about uh things like disney princess preferences and the you know pitch like, like the kind of voice you have 
I don't know if any of that stuff I said was true or if it was a fever dream induced by trying to listen to a podcast in the car while tired from all of the editing I'm doing and stuff. But um, why don't you listen to their show to find out? You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GMMcast. Uh, we really do rely on word of mouth to get more people to know about the show. So, hey, tweet about us with the hashtag GMMcast. If you like what you're hearing, you're probably still listening at this point that I've just said that. So it's a good call to action. I'm doing it good, right? I'm doing a good job. You can also join the GMM Discord if you want to tell me directly that I'm doing a good job in a way that I will definitely read it because I do check that. I'm actually in there pretty much all the time. Uh, we also like to play Jackbox games, uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I have a great, great time getting to know uh, some of the you cool people that like to listen to the show by playing silly games <laughs> and uh, drawing bad art and um, making weird jokes. It's good. It's fun. Speaking of weird jokes, but this time, good art. We've got merch in our merch store, uh, as always. So, like, go check that out if you want a shirt or a poster or a really cool sticker of a really cool logo so that people can see that and go, ooh, what's that? And you're like, oh, it's one of, like, the podcasts that I listen to and I'm obsessed with. Put it next to your My Favorite Murder sticker or My Brother, My Brother and Me or... Man, quite a few podcasts start with my. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not really an interesting observation. So I'm going to stop talking now. And, uh, oh, I'm actually going to play one of the outro goofs now, just because it's a quick one and because there is a much more important outro goof that I have to put at the end of this episode for reasons you will soon discover. Bye! Tomas. Gwendal. What are... Three final yahoos. Oh. Just three final yahoos, just in general? Yeah, just give me three. Yahoo! Alright, um... Three <laughs> final yahoos. Uh, where can I find Inspector Gadget? Addendum. Not an action figure. <laughs> <laughs> where is Pizza Hut Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> if I kiss a frog, does he turn into a man? <laughs> Perfection. Hi, I'm Daniel, game master of the actual play podcast No Dice. Join Magic Assholes Ixen. There's a score between me and doors, and so far, doors are zero. Perry. They definitely have a lot of daggers happening. They're they're hiding in various spaces. That's what I do. Sayersha. I always love getting stories from adventurers. I, I really wish I could just have, you know, one of my own. And a whole host of guest players. He, like, puts himself into a barrel, and then he, like, puts it over himself, and he walks out of the place. <laughs> I feel like such a badass. I'm under, I'm underneath him, like, ha, <laughs> like a poison yeah, ivy. Yeah, poison ivy. <laughs> I'm gonna do what a cleric does, and that's smash. She, she comes barreling forward and just goes, coming in hot. You can find No Dice on the first Friday of every month on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or PocketPodcastNetwork.com. Meanwhile, we have Albion, who's looking at Google Maps. So, uh, what kind of service? Oh, yeah, you, you should be able to get some kind of satellite out here. Yeah, where am I right now? Okay, well, um, unfortunately for you, you are going to get information, but your battery 
is very low. Uh, it's it, you were just in the middle of some magical weirdness and crossing through uh, planes unexpectedly might have drained your battery a little bit. Additionally, you are doing some international roaming and using like position location services, so it's kind of draining your battery a little faster. So give me a computer use uh, to make sure that you can get a good bead on where you are before your phone is just kind of going to say, actually, I you need to stop this or tur I'll turn itself off. That's going to be target two. Well, I rolled neutral and I don't have computer use as one of my skills. I did we get a refresh, by the way? Yes. Uh, after last episode, you have gotten a refresh because those cool. scenes are done. I'm going to spend a fate point then and I'm going to tag, uh, not tag, I'm going to invoke magic and ancient weapons are no match for a Spas 12 at your side, kid, because I'm using good old fashioned technology to save my ass. Oh, right. That works for me. Uh, okay. So, um, I, I have an important question for Albion. Yes? Has he ever been to Montreal? Mm -hmm. To Montreal? Yeah. Uh, what the hell voice is that, Mike? Um, <laughs> you're in French Canada. <laughs> okay, yeah, hey? I figured we were in French Canada. Um, yeah, so you are in, at the very least, uh, the province of Montreal. Okay, cool. Um, well, I was right, we're, um, luckily not all that far from home. We're in Montreal right now. Oh, uh, we can't exactly walk home. So... Oh, uh, by the way, uh, it's, uh, I must correct myself, it is, uh, the province is Quebec. Yeah, we're in Quebec right now. Uh, but you are not that far from, uh, Montreal, so you are in the woods, somewhere a little bit proximal to Montreal. Merd. <laughs> Do you guys want to try to head into town? Uh... I do I still have August Ifigo's number in my phone? Um, that's a great question. Uh, I would think Dez would have his number. I mean, it seems quite possible that you do. Um, let me see. Oh, make me one more quick computer roll uh, before your phone just is out of battery altogether. I am going to quickly text Desdemona our um, coord our longitude-latitude coordinates. That's actually what I'm saying that you might get off of this roll. Okay. Because the specificity is you're in Quebec, you're somewhere near Montreal, you're trying to get something more specific. So uh, one more target two, and then you'll have just enough time to text Des before your phone dies. That's three pluses. Okay. Amazing. Uh, you are on Mont Saint-Hilaire. Mount Saint-Hilaire. Okay. In the Galt Nature Reserve of McGill University. So, uh, you know that you are, uh, you maybe know, that you are surrounded by farmlands on one side, and, uh, more urban development on the other as sort of a suburb. Uh, sprawled at you know off of Montreal on the other side of Mont Saint Bruno National Park, uh, and or Mont Saint Bruno, sure, 
yeah, you're you're out on Mont Saint Hilaire. It's gonna be a little bit of a hike. I am going to text as our coordinates, our location, and say call August Defago. Okay. Uh you get that text out. Des, you get that text, and Albion, your phone has died. Well, y'all, I knew my phone was a piece of shit, but, uh... <laughs> uh, I have mine, though, right? Uh, yes, you do. It's also pretty weak on battery, and the question is, given that you get a bunch of burners, how how likely do you think you actually have minutes out here in on a mountain in Quebec? I did not specify that I wanted to use my phone. I just asked if I have my phone. Okay. I, I have to assume <laughs> that you, as a character, do. Tell me that you do or don't. Um, I... I do. I do. Okay. And I assume, then, that uh, Dr. Cooper Smith also has a phone. Yay. Great. Okay. Uh, cool. So, uh, Albion. Yep. Would you like a fate point? I would no. like to compel your trouble. You know what? I'll take a fate point. Okay. So, your trouble being monsters have long memories. Yep. That is getting compelled, and maybe not for the reasons that you think. I'm not saying that you're going to get jumped by a Malk. Um, I'm saying that there are some other monsters that you might know a little more personally. Oh, boy. Okay. I know what's going down. All right. Um, Albion, uh, yep. after a moment passes of you just sort of getting your bearings and things, someone else's phone rings. Row. It's yours. Hello? The fuck are you doing in Canada? You hear Agent Pyburn ask. <laughs> uh, Nunya. Uh-huh. Uh, should I write that down as uh, first name Nunya, last name business? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know the drill. Yeah, so that's, uh, you're visiting them out in, uh, out in Quebec. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, uh, can I ask how you got this number? No, you may not. Well, I'm going to. How'd you get this number? I have just told you that you're not asking me that question. Uh, He's a spook. So, uh, thank you, background doctor, for uh, reminding our <laughs> criminal friend here that I am, in fact, in the goddamn FBI. I didn't say that. I said you're a spook. Yeah. Okay, how about thing. we not refer to me as a criminal, and you tell me what you want and how you know where we're at? Well, then don't refer to me as a spook, and we're on even territory. Fair ground. That was me, not her. Yeah, I know. You, you freaking spook. All right, well, uh, it doesn't matter how I get a criminal's phone number. What matters is how y'all got into Canada without really, uh, you know, without me knowing... How did you illegally cross a border that quick? Time warp. Are you our keeper? I'm not a criminal, so that's... yeah. I mean, should I add liar to your list of uh, appellations here, or do we want to no. really just keep going down this? We teleported. 
There is a Why does it matter where There is at? a pregnant pause from the other side of the of the phone after you say that you've teleported. And uh he, he's just like Okay, so I can't tell if you're fucking with me now. For God's sake, guys, it wasn't our plan. We didn't mean to come here. Oh, there you are. Why does it matter? I tried to call you first, by the way. Yeah, my phone died trying to figure out where the hell we were. And you didn't think to call me first. I'm hurt. You were trying to figure out where the hell <laughs> yeah, we were no, first. Yeah, I, I no, I called my friends first, honestly. Yeah. Ooh, I could have just, burn. like, I don't know, triangulated your position by tracing the call. Hmm, who knows? Friends. I have Google Maps. It does that work for you. Oh. Bing bong. Yeah, note that he called friends first. <laughs> yeah, so so you and I both know that you are on, uh, I'm not going to say this correctly, Mont St. Hilaire? Yeah. Yeah, that's our current locale. Great. Well, I, I will just do you the favor of contacting McGill University and letting them know that there are some people trespassing their nature reserve, and that'll get you out of the woods real quick. Uh, could Dude, you not do that? Problem? You know what uh, his problem is? I mean, it is the fastest way for me to help, is it not? No, it's Look, not. Look, we have, we have a way we're handling it, all right, Poburn. Stay out of our business. Ro hangs up. Okay. Uh great. Ro, I am going to need you <laughs> to make me uh let's call this an empathy roll as well. Um because you are going to maybe get some insight into something. Let's do a quick little reading people. Uh and your target is going to be a uh let's, let's say a 3 given the circumstances. You want that four, baby? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you know FBI guys, uh, and this one, this asshole in particular, maybe more well than you would like to, given your background. Um. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he already did the thing that he said he was going to do. Figures. So. Uh. You 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 are, like, confident that he has absolutely already anonymously tipped off McGill University that there are some trespassers in the nature reserve. I'm gonna... Hmm. So if people were to come search for us, what would be their means of doing so? Well, you don't necessarily know what resources McGill University has available. Okay. Um... That's not your area of expertise. Knowing, you know, some FBI bullshit and how uh, a spook will behave. <laughs> you would assume, however, just on a surface level, that uh, they would definitely send people, maybe even in uh, vehicles, if there are trails, okay. which you are not sure of so, because you don't know this mountain. We're gonna, we're gonna walk for a little bit until we find some kind of trail, and I'm gonna cast a veil on us. Okay. I assume, though, that uh, first things first is you're going to allow Cooper Smith to finish patching up Phoebe. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless it takes too long. Albion. Yes? Um, and anyone else who would like to, make me a quick survival roll with a target of 
Uh, let's go with one, because this is something that should be fairly easy to intuit. Well, I got a negative two, so I'm not going to be helpful here. I got a regular two. Okay. Got a one. All right. Great. So um, Albion was able to figure out kind of, you know, that you were in Canada, maybe, and not too far away, you know, sort of figuring out what time of day it is. Uh, you're able to, as he's, you know, working through his own stuff, uh, try to figure out, like, what side of the mountain are you on? Based on shadows and inclines and things of that nature. Uh, so, yeah, I think Albion was just kind of distracted uh, with his own thoughts and didn't take the opportunity to figure that out. But Roe, trying to take charge and figure out a way to, like, a trail or some sort of not the middle of the woods, uh, you are taking in information of your surroundings and you are pretty sure that you are on the northwest side of the mountain, given the position of the sun and the direction that it is, you know, sort of angled. So you don't know necessarily too much uh, what that means. Wait a minute, hold on one second. Was Pyburn fucking with us because of my trouble? Yes. God yeah. damn it! He is a white cork vampire. Yeah. I was <laughs> expecting you had a new monster you were going to throw at us, like some other monsters. Like, Remember me, Graves? You put a bullet in my eye and I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the dick. And instead, it's just Pyburn being like an I was asshole. And here a I was expecting shit. a Oh, don't say that word. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put a little fun sensor over that. Uh, just just for just to be cute. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, of course he would not choose a cool thing. He chooses a little bitch boy. You're getting a fate point for this. So, of course, he's going to be doing something <laughs> oh uh, antagonistic. I'm not getting a fate point for this. I only got one fate point for this. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I should have bar. I should have haggled you up to two if I had known. Well, I have a plan. It's fine. This it's is. Fine. I I think that this is a level of complication on par with getting one fate point to you. So, uh, congrats. So that's that's you all. You know now that you are somewhere on the northwestern side of uh, Mont Saint Hilaire. You know that Agent Pyburn has probably already contacted McGill University, and uh, depending upon how seriously they take such things, you know that there might be people on the way to try to uh, find you and politely extract you from their nature reserve. So, I don't want to have to explain this bullshit. We won't have to. Let's just keep going. Before yeah. we transition back to Desdemona, uh, Albion, I would like you to make me one quick alertness roll in particular. Uh, everybody can make this alertness roll, but uh, for Albion, it's going to be a little simpler. Uh, everybody, this is an alertness with a target of six, but for Albion, it is a target of three. Well, I got a six. Anybody else I can did. still absolutely attempt to make this alertness check. Nah. I did not make so, it. So, GM, I would like some extra benefits from the spin I just got. Thank you. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Oh my god. Spin is primarily if you succeed on a defense, you get benefits. But uh, I will say that you did reach a, um, what the game calls a significant success. And you could get spin if this was a defense roll, but it's not. So this is very fine and reliable, high quality success you got on this alertness to see something. Okay. Um, well, you're not really familiar necessarily with the skyline where you are. You know that there are definitely mountains around you, um, it's considering you are on one, and there are a couple more nearby. Definitely you saw them from, uh, you know, your quick Google Maps survey that there might be, uh, like, Mount St. Bruno nearby, uh, etc. So, uh, one of those mountains... Seems like it might be a little out of place. It's uh, in the in the skyline. Yeah. And uh, then you you try to look at and position to find yourself with other uh, things in the surrounding area. And when you look back, it's gone. Just sort of the the shadow of a mountain in the sky somewhere uh, where it ought not be. Uh, when you you see it one moment and then you don't see it the next. Oh, not this bullshit again. I saw that fucking mountain thing again. Remember I told you about that when we were fighting the monsters with Defago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, just happened again. I point out where it was in the skyline. Cool. It was right there. <laughs> right, there. <laughs> right there. Right there. <laughs> right there. And, uh, right there. Uh, Phoebe, right there. Phoebe just looks at you and says, "You ex- You saw what? Right on. I saw I saw a mountain, and then it wasn't supposed to be there. And then when I looked away, looked back, fucking thing was gone. This is the second time this has happened. That's actually the third. What? What are you talking about? Uh, this did happen to you on another. This happened to you uh, at least one more time. When was that? It's uh, it was I believe when you were following Pyburn up onto. Uh, up onto the nose. A night on Bald Mountain. Uh, you can just say that you've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it before. One of the other times I saw it was this time, blah, blah. You, now I'm being less specific, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Phoebe uh, Phoebe finds this uh, to be a curious thing. Uh, she was actually there uh, when you were on the nose and you looked and saw something of that nature. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, this is not the only time it's happened. You remember we we saw that back uh, on the nose? Huh. What? I don't okay. like that it keeps fucking happening. What, what did it look like? What did it look like, Mike? Well, <laughs> um, you, you know that, uh. Mountains at distance uh, don't often necessarily appear, uh, given sort of uh, diffraction of uh, diffusion, yeah, diffraction and diffusion uh, properties in light. It doesn't really necessarily look as green as it ought to. It might look a little more blue um, in the uh, across, you know, the air uh, in between. So that that to you is you start to sort of mentally compare uh, with other things and hey this one seems like it might actually be like bluer than the other mountains sort of uh having 
that uh, effect on them. It's like it seems like it might actually be discolored by comparison. All right, I explain that. Okay, um, she's going to make a quick roll. Okay, uh, she does not seem to have any deeper insight into this mystery because uh, she has not succeeded at this roll. And um, I will allow you to make one lore roll, and your target is going to be a five. I am so happy that just happened. All right, all four pluses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, um, you're in the Thank right- Thank you again, Will the Queen. These dice are helping me. You're, you're in the right part of the world. Um- for this particular bit of American folklore, mm, it can't be. No way. There's no way. That was way too long ago. It wouldn't make sense. But it fits the profile. Is that fucking Babe the Big Blue Ox? <laughs> Albion just... You just see him just... His eyes just go wide and he just looks at you he looks at the rest of them just like I would not I listen I'm gonna say something that's gonna sound a lot like it's a bunch of bullshit and I I would not blame you for going oh Albion's finally just lost his goddamn mind um yep y'all ever heard of Babe the Big Blue Ox remember Paul Bunyan uh huh yeah uh, this this has the chance to trigger a memory in all of you. So alertness. Um, I'm gonna go with a four. Six, babe. No Three. fucking way did Defago mean that when he said he had a friend named Paul, right? <laughs> he can't have meant that. Are you are you fucking with me? Well. Oh my. Cr- God Almighty, preserve us. Odin, preserve us. Jesus Christ, preserve us. Yeshua, preserve us. I, I, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Uh, I'm very curious as to how Dr. Cooper Smith feels about, uh, them talking about how apparently Paul Bunyan is stalking you. (laughs) Oh, okay. You just, you just don't really have an opinion on the matter, do you? Not really. I'm more concerned with making sure our friend doesn't bleed out to death. You know what? That's completely valid and rational. Yeah, I could not give two squirts of piss about some 500-foot-tall, walk-the-woodlands fuck, tree-chopping, blue-ox-having motherfucker right now. I got other shit to do. (laughs) Well, then. Yeah, okay. I mean, that is the Dr. Cooper Smith that we all signed on for, so... Nobody likes wizards. Nope. All right. So, uh, yeah, now, uh, yeah, all of you are having this sort of dawning realization that it might be Paul Bunyan. I think we can cut a scene there. Yeah, we can go talk to uh, Desdemona. What is Des going to do? She does not know where her friends are. Well, she actually does now have an idea of where her friends are because you were given uh, basically latitude and longitude. Um, yep, and I was told to call August Defago. That is true. You were. Okay. Um, 
you're going to call August Defago on his landline. The mm-hmm. only thing he has. Yep. Okay. Uh, you call August. Get him on the horn. And you, uh, it, it rings about uh, four times, I'll say. Um, how patient are you with calling August? Um, same, same as before with calling somebody, give it about, you know, uh, either two minutes or until the line disconnects. Okay. Well, uh, you don't have to wait quite two minutes, uh, after about ring seven or so, uh, a, a familiar old voice, uh, picks up the phone, uh, and, uh, he, you hear him just say, well, now I only know a few people who'd be calling me at this number, so which one of you is it? Mr. Tifago? Oh, Miss Brown. Yes, it's it's Desdemona Brown, yes. Yes, hi. Hi. What do I owe my pleasure? You bring me a phone call. Well, Mr. Tifago, it's been a bit of a story, but um, basically I have been advised to call you because... Uh, the rest of my group, you remember, Albion, Roe, Sylvester, they're, they've found themselves... Awful hard to forget them, yeah. They found themselves in Canada. There's a pause as this old man sort of absorbs this information. Uh, and uh, so I've been sent their approximate coordinates. Uh, uh, so it looks like that they're in a, a, on Mont-Saint-Hilaire. Oh, they're, they're in my neck say they're in Quebec what yes well what are they oh they're not hunting monsters up here are they that's a little... I sure hope not some pope to Montreal for my liking you know uh, no um we uh we uh were trying to help some friends out and uh they accidentally uh ended up in the never never and when they came out of the never never they were in canada and um i think i'm pretty sure their batteries are dead in their phones but that is the coordinates that i have for approximately where they are so um i was request it was requested by albion specifically that i reach out to you you can hear him just sort of cursing in uh in Canadian French. I apologize for speaking so loosely. Have you any more specifics on where your friends was at? She's just gonna give him the coordinates that Albion messaged her. Uh, okay, what degree of specificity did you give for your coordinates, Albion? How many, uh, how many points? How many decimal points? I copied and pasted them off of Google. Okay. So you're out to like six decimal points of specificity. Great. You just hear him sort of muttering. Carl Sack, five, five, eight, four, seven, five. Mm-hmm. Negative, soixante-treize, point, seize, cons, treize. Oh, hey, I bet. Paul's out in that neck of the woods. I'll see if I can send him over. You have, you have a friend who's already there? Okay. That sounds good. Oh, yes. I, I might have brought him up last time if I were able to come around and get him. Centrodan, though. After meeting you folks, you might have mentioned something to do with how I don't know if it was familiarity or what. Something seemed to spark a humor in him. But 
why don't we just have your friends meet my friends and work out how to get them all home from there, yeah? Oh, yes, I just, I just need them home. Uh, safely and in one piece. And that's what's important. Okay, then. Now, I'll have to see if I can rouse Mr. Bonyan. I hope it clicks for Desdemona what the fuck he's talking about in that moment. Do I need to, like, do a roll? Because, like, she's probably just, like, you know, nodding and smiling. Yeah, Bonyan. Yeah, sounds good. Well, he yeah. just said two words in <laughs> French. Bonyan. So, uh, I will have you make me a quick alertness roll to put together uh, what he's talking about. Um, I'm going to go... Well, you're a history type person, even, uh, in this... Scholarship history, but uh, I think my alertness is higher, actually, or... Uh, scholarship, I think, in this case, uh, because this okay, might be... Okay, actually, they're, the, they're, they're both on two, so oh, it doesn't okay. really... Well, uh, we're, we'll right. just go with, you know, let's go with a, a three. Hit it, three. There's no way he means Paul Bon Yen as in Paul Bunyan, right? That he can't mean that. That that man would be <laughs> Paul, dead. <laughs> Paul Bon Yen. Wait. Oh well, do, I do, should do. Uh, just be given a call then, very quick. Yeah, you have a lovely day, Miss Brown. Well, I, and I know you're old, but like, do you know Paul Bunyan? <laughs> I I think you're. <laughs> Breaking up. You must have no, got I, one I, new I, I talk to dead people. Is Paul Bunyan alive? Hello? <laughs> Dial tone. Desdemona's like, nailed. Brandon, <laughs> 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 this is a disappointment. Wild. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, before we started recording, I was only joking that Paul Bunyan was going to be a cryptid in our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard, you had this plan. Grand Canyon? Yeah. You're cool. Yeah. We'll annex the Grand Canyon. It's just Grand a bunch Canyon. of rocks that got worn down by water. They're weak. They're not even cool. No, actually. The Grand Canyon happened because, uh, you know, a, a logger, a very large one, dragged his axe through the earth. Was that me? I get it. I just forgot. I for Paul Bunyan. That's it. So. So Paul Bunyan is a cryptid in our podcast now? <laughs> Why can't I mean, he be? Should Wait, he be. die at the end, or do you just turn into like a tree or something? What happened to him? Whatever I think you want, he babe. just. I think it's one of those <laughs> things where it was just like a guy, and they just kind of tell uh, told taller and taller tales about him until he took on his own mythology. So I think he just like. <laughs> I think he just died. You know, yeah, here, old man. Well, in the, the Disney cartoon, it was the technology ended up. Uh, beating him so then eventually he realized he was kind of useless at that point no Did... that was john henry no that was 
Paul Bunyan too. At least in that Disney cartoon. Uh, well. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.